the James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. Hey James. Hey, how are you? Good. Nice to see you. How's it going to go, Bobby? Well, why don't you um, tell me, remind me a little bit um, about your thoughts and um, the family's thoughts of 2018. Okay. So, you know, in, know, in a general yeah. way, 18, you know, if, if we start from, 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 from the end, which is always easier, um, clearly a great, great, great vintage for us. Um, and he joined that, that lovely, you know, succession of great vintages. We're talking about 15, 16. In the case of, of, of our wines, especially La Fleur 17 is one of the top La Fleurs that we ever made. Uh, and then 18 joined that. And we can say today 19. And I'm not going to take the discussion to 2020. That's for another day. But I'm starting to see some, some beautiful things coming on. So Good. The, in, in, I think what helps to understand this succession of, of great vintages is if we put them on, on this axe, because each of them has a different style. And for me, the two extremes are on one side 15, on the other end 16. 15, the most solar vintage of this century, and 15, probably the freshest one on this line. And when I position 18, I position it just just here, so not that far from 16. It's coming from that category of vintages, uh, a vintage that is not very homogeneous and stable during the season. It's a vintage that does this and that, and you know us quite well. We're quite crazy about work. We're quite crazy about the fine details, and we have probably per hectare the biggest permanent team of vineron. Uh, that work constantly in the vineyard. And, you know, for us, what we discovered that in years like 2016, 18, 2020, forget about vacation, forget about long weekend, you know, forget about doing this uh, hops to, to Caspere, you miss, you miss that one Friday where everybody's taking a long weekend because Thursday was a, a national holiday and they, they, they just join everything. And you miss that Friday and you come back on Monday and your vineyard is infected. Yeah. So what we discovered is that we, we now um, work to prepare our vines for this humid and uh, dangerous conditions. But annual work, our team is going inside plucking leaves uh, around just around the fruit, but never from the outside because 18 was one of the most sunny vintages that we remember. And uh, you don't want to burn your fruit. Okay, let's taste the the wine. Which one do you want to start with? I, I, I would say the way we do it is we do the forest of Grand Village, Terrier, Le Ponce, and Lafner. Okay. And we finish with the two white. So, yeah. So, Grand Village. New label. I don't yeah, know. If I saw that. I don't know if it's important or not, but we we figured out that our wines are getting uh, closer and closer to each other in the profile, in their you know, in the whole message, in the taste. So there's no reason, you know, that they have. We have to help people understand all of our wines coming from one family. I like the structure in in the Grand Village, and there's all there's a nice salinity. 
Yeah, so I think this is two markets that you mentioned for me. Yeah. All of our all of our red wines and white wines actually also. Um, we're talking about structure and texture. We always have quite a lot of tannins. We're not shy from tannins, but they are very, very elegant, very high tannins. For us, the success of great red Bordeaux wine is all about the tannins. And as you, you tasted a lot of 18, 18 is a vintage of tannins. That's so right. I think in the end, your success in 18 for the red is, did you, did you manage your tannins well or didn't you? Good point. I mean, that was the key in 18. And, and Grand Village, I think, is a good example because you have, you have the tannins, you have the structure, but they're very refined. Very. And you, have, you have the texture. This is the second key for me. Our wines are very textural. They're very velvety. Um, in 18, you get some creaminess also, uh, but not as much as you get in a solar vintage like 15, for example. So now we have the Perrier. The Perrier. So, yeah, what we see in the last five years when we taste our red wines, there are two groups. They form in two groups and not in the way we thought they will. You have two red wines coming from soil. So from clay, this is Grand Village in, in Le Pensée. And you have two wines coming from stones. We call them the stony terroir. Le Perrier from extreme limestone and La Fleur from gravel, from very intense gravel. You always have to imagine when you pass from Grand Village to Le Perrier, you're passing from clay soil, which renders the wine more like this. Yeah. You pass to limestone. Limestone is like that. Totally more linear, yep. You have this beautiful limestone linearity, minerality, salinity, but then you have these layers of, of, of silkiness coming around, which is the La Fleur touch. So I think this is the first vintage of Le Perrier. You know, before yeah, there was right. Act, Act was yeah, the right. yeah. But it's a new vineyard, it's young vines, but everything there is based on the La Fleur genetic. So it's Boucher, but even the Merlot is coming from the old vines, from cuttings from the old vines of La Fleur. So the whole idea was to kind of copy the vineyard of La Fleur, but into a place where we have this extreme, extreme limestone. And I'm talking about 30 centimeters of, of light clay, and you hit the mother rock of limestone, and it's kind of million type limestone. So it's uh, por porous, you know, limestone with, with shell embedded in it. So it's a very limited terroir. It makes very small berries, um, but it conveys a lot of freshness into the wine. So, so now we're to um, Ponce. Voilà. So, Ponce. Yeah. So we're coming back. We, we, we've done one, one earthy terroir, one clay terroir with Grand Village. Then we went to limestone. Then we're coming back to the only spot in La Fleur. You remember, this is just one spot of La Fleur. This is one parcel. The only parcel when we have a terroir that is not dominated by gravel. It's the opposite. This is a terroir dominated by clay, but with gravel in it. So this is our, our clay expression of the vineyard of La Fleur. This is very much La Fleur with an entry that is much more accessible at young age. You will see it's more accessible than Perrier and it's more accessible than La Fleur. But this is I, how we see it in Perrier. I, I agree that it's more accessible on the attack, but then yeah. on the finish, it, it like closes down. Like it's, yeah, it really just like a wave. Just Yeah. Because, you know what, we, 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 we joke in La Fleur that, you know, La Fleur clearly, Chateau La Fleur is not, is not Pomerol. It's in Pomerol, yeah. but it's kind of a blend of, of Pomerol and Poyac. La Fleur is quite a, a serious wine. But the only real Pomerol that we're making, or close to real Pomerol in style, is Le Pensee. Because Le Pensee, the soil is much more typical for Pomerol. 
because it's much more palm roll like in tannins too with the exactly. roundness and the flavors too more the green olives black olives yeah chocolate. you get the earthy you yeah. get the, yeah. the trough, even truffle a bit yeah. in the young age which is White a truffle, big surprise yeah. But but as you can see, when when you get to the end, as you mentioned, it stops being a pomerol. You have the attack and the mid palate, which are quite pomerolish, but then the end is quite lafleur. The end of the totally. palate, So it's a very unique uh, animal. And uh, so now we have lafleur. Lafleur, a little little lafleur. Um, so again, we're moving. You were at Le Ponce. You keep exactly the same blend, the same wine making everything, but you're moving to the two banks of our vineyard. Le Ponce is in the middle, in the valley, and then you have the two banks, what we finally call the right bank, where we have the right bank of La Fleur, where we have a lot of Merlot gravel, and the left bank of La Fleur, where we have the majority of the old boucher on gravel with clay. And um, and you will see how this wine, I will, I will clearly recommend you, you know, La Fleur every time. It's not hard work to taste it, but you're seeing now only yeah. 10-15% of the whole show. If you come back to it in two hours, I think you'll have the, a, a big totally amount. I already saw that because I tasted it like on the opening right, right away opening. And then yeah. I, and it was, I didn't, I was tasting like, well, uh, it's light. It's, and then I left, then I came, then I left it in the glass for an hour. And yeah. that was just. This is, this is La Fleur when it's young. You know, if we taste quickly La Fleur when it's young, we're going to lose, you know, we're going to see just the first two minutes of the show, the concert. Yeah. That's shame. It, it's a two hour concert at least. So. I like that. Uh, for me, it's, I, I, I try to explain people and. Mostly during the premiere time, this is the real problem. I tell him, if you come to La Fleur, don't come for 20 minutes. We're not, yeah. not going to get you in in 20 minutes. We'll, yeah. just say, we'll just say no. You take an hour, you come, we taste quietly and slowly. We, we taste La Fleur and we come back to La Fleur 20 minutes after. Uh, because it's, it's just not possible to taste such a complex and deep wine in two minutes. Yeah. And again, back to the, your discussion of tannins. Um, the tannins are the finest of all the wines. They're so fine and um, like silk, you know, yeah. really fine silk. And that's the huge difference in the wine. And then it has it leaves that texture for so long. You can so still long. feel it, no? I, I, as on I told you, on and on. Our wines are all about, you know, tannin, texture, and, and, and I call it memory. So we, yeah. we call it finish, but finish is a bit of a, a lacking word for me. Memory, what the memory it leaves on on your palate for long, long, long time, and that's La Fleur. That you you define La Fleur, you know, in a nutshell, which is what I'm trying to. Yeah. Uh, it's not easy. Um, no, you're perfect. You got it right. I, I so, think I, I think why the reason you see the most perfect tannins from all these four wines you tasted until now um, in La Fleur, because they all have the same genetic. And they all have this pretty much the same winemaking, but the terroir is different. And when you put those genetics on this um, highly intense gravelly, gravel terroir with portions of clay in it, um, your ripeness, you can, you can get to that closest to perfection of ripeness of tannins. To need, you need some courage, you know? People are harvesting 
by lab analysis today in Bordeaux with the climate yeah. change, with getting more and more sugar, so more alcohol. People are just looking and say, oh, this is my uh, potential alcohol level. I'm going to harvest now. Are your tannins ready? We decided in La Fleur, we harvest by tasting because there's no other tool today that can tell you how good are your tannins or how bad are they, except your palate. And uh, so we don't care about how much you know, sugar we, the, the, the berries accumulate. We'll harvest at the point when the tannins are just, and I think that makes the difference. And, and the gravel soils give you that advantage. More than clay, clearly more than clay. On clay, this is the hardest soil to get the perfect tannin. The 18 is really incredible and ethereal and, you know, it really touches your soul. And, um, you know, you, but there's been other perfect wines like the, for me, 16, um, 15, 14, like you just make great, you know, perfect wines every vintage. It's pretty crazy, but they, they all have different character too of the, of the uh, vintage, but still have that incredible manicured and just perfect balance and incredible tannins that's that's what we try to do you know and and i think we, we have the tools to do it but we have to, to doubt ourselves we are very skeptical people doubtful people we always we always criticize ourselves you know and, yeah. and our minds also and sometimes when people tell me oh this one is beautiful and i'm saying yeah but you know inside i'm missing just this um, we're quite perfectionist, I think, and, and we're willing to do it the shows. hard work that it needs. And I'm not sure we're going to be able to do it every year, but we're going to do every year the best laughter that we can do. Yeah. I like that. That's our only objective. Okay, mon ami. I think that's the end of the tasting, but thank you so much. Hey, félicitations pour les vins et les fleurs. Toujours, c'est un vin parfait, perfect wine. Merci. Très gentil. We hope to see you in live. Absolutely. And you stay safe. Cheers. Bye-bye. Big hug. Ciao.